0: This is District Sentinel Radio, the newscast of record for the left. I'm Sam Sachs. I'm Sam Knight. We are broadcasting out of the Citizen Capital Studios in Washington, D.C. Check out the website, districtsentinel.com. We are also live streaming on our Patreon, patreon.com slash district sentinel. Hello to everyone watching at home or at work. I think most people are probably watching at work at 4 p.m.
1: Or they work from home like we do.
0: Yes, or that. Either way, if you missed it, you can go home and you can watch it. Maybe you're watching it later tonight. Either way, anything works. Good news, bad news to start off the show today, Sam. Good news: BBG strikes again, caps up three to one, one game away from winning the Stanley Cup. Yeah, she really kept out that, that James Neal shot in the first period. <laughs> bad news, and this one, uh this one is for our, our long-term, longtime listeners, people who've been paying attention to the show. We had this this pipe dream of ours, this idea that by 2019. Keith Ellison could become the Democratic Speaker of the House. Now, this required a bunch of things to happen, required uh, uh, Democrats to retake control of the Senate in the House, required impeachment proceedings uh, against the president, and them deciding to make Keith Ellison the Speaker of the
1: House. um, That that would make keith ellison president that the, oh, the, yeah you was our
0: thing to be keith ellison yeah, and then, yes. keith, then
1: keith would be president yes. after he became speaker
0: e- of the yes. house. So, yeah the dems can cons- take the majority elect him as speaker of the house and then they impeach trump and uh uh sessions or uh pence pence uh, yeah so the, the keith ellison coup anyways that's not gonna happen anymore <laughs> keith ellison uh throwing his name in the hat to be minnesota's
1: attorney general I really understand why uh, if you yeah, I if you were like one of the few people uh, on the House Financial Services Committee and you had any shred of a, a soul, you would eventually want prosecutorial power after watching banker after banker get away with all sorts of fucked up crime. Yeah. There is a hope that maybe he could be sort of a larry krasner figure on uh the state level but he also did just vote for that really shitty blue lives matter bill recently didn't he oh he
0: did uh
1: i missed that Hmm. either way i i uh you know i think he's probably gonna be uh if he's elected he would be a better ag than whoever else it would be in fuck it why not
0: agreed updates from the worst tweet tournament meltdown may edition Congrats to the quarterfinals winners at the Real Roseanne. Dispensed with, dispensed with. That's Tim right. Cast, Tim Cast, Tim Pool, Tim Pool. A uh, pretty resounding victory. She moves on to the semifinals. Out of the pool into the showers, Tim <laughs> Cast. <laughs> also at SBA NYPD, defeated at Sock Dem Raven the uh, Necrophilia. Meltdown Tweed is defeated in the first round. Fan favorite. Cops win. Yeah. Moving on to the second round. We've got voting underway on the uh, east side of the bracket. The other quarterfinals matches where we have Elon Musk leading Julia Yaffe. And we've got uh, a bit of an upset in the making here with uh, Philip Reigns ahead of Eric Garland. To be fair, though, Eric Garland's meltdown has uh, predated the month of May.
1: I think people are, uh, are, are are starting to feel like, and uh, justifiably so, that we should perhaps ignore Eric Garland.
0: Yeah, that's probably a, a good decision. We mentioned at the top of the show that we're streaming live right now on our Patreon. In order to watch us, you got to become a $5 subscriber. That gets you not only access to the live stream of the Daily Newscast, it also gets you access to the Sentinel Cast on Friday, an exclusive podcast for subscribers only, Get you access to all sorts of uh, bonus content. Get you access to our zine that comes out on Friday.
1: Working on some of the copy today. Yeah. It's, uh, it's looking so far so good. So far so
0: good. Um, it also gets you a haiku
1: read on the air on
0: this show, which we're about to do right now.
1: This is for Austin. My nose is quite stuffed. I probably have a cold. I might be dying. Sounds rough.
0: Hope I don't catch that. Thank you, Austin. This one is for Molly. What if the sequel to Pacific Rim is bad?
1: It probably will be. Thank you, Molly. This is for Directing Titan who upped their subscription. Time to compromise. New national anthem time. It's fly eagles fly. Not bad.
0: Thank you Directing Titan. This is for Andrew. Ed secretary Betsy DeVos should be canned, replaced by Devo.
1: Thank you Andrew. Replace DeVos with Devo, an education secretary who can whip it. <laughs> just drop the S, baby. Whip it good. Finally, this is for Jack. Today is the day. California primary. Dianne Feinstein out. <laughs> She's probably not going to lose today.
0: But, uh, anyway. Yeah, we'll we'll see. Uh, I wouldn't have mind. I mean, I, 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 I would like to see her lose to a more progressive challenger. I just wish... That that more progressive challenger was one, Colin Kaepernick.
1: That's right. He he really should have ran. He want he, he still wants to have a football career. You can't blame him. Thanks to all our
0: new subscribers, Patreon.com/slash District Sentinel. It's Tuesday, June 5th, 2018. Here's the news. <laughs> Thank you.
1: Those clowns in Congress will be at it all summer, folks. Senate Majority Ringmaster Mitch McConnell said today that August recess will be canceled. Here he was explaining his rationale before the press this afternoon.
2: As you may have heard, uh, I've canceled the August recess. We have a lot of important work uh, to do as a result of unprecedented obstruction.
1: It was funny. He... uh, he compared the obstruction, the uh, the amount of judges confirmed in Trump's first two years, with the number of judges confirmed in Obama's first two years. That was, of course, when the Democrats controlled the Senate. <laughs> yeah. So I don't really think it's that comparable. See, whenever, whenever, I, whenever I hear Mitch McConnell
0: talk, I'm just waiting for it to come out. The the, the BN. We're not going to have any
1: recess. We got to focus on uh, big naturals. <laughs> Well, uh, what it looks like McConnell really wants to focus on is cutting into campaign time ahead of November's midterm. Six Democrats are defending vulnerable seats in five or six states. Excuse me. Sitting Democrats are defending vulnerable seats in five or six states. West Virginia, Indiana, Montana, Missouri, North Dakota, and Florida. Republicans, meanwhile, are only defending seats in three closed states, Arizona, Tennessee, and Nevada. I don't know, man. I... I, I You got to admire McConnell's ruthlessness here. He uh, he just knows how to get things done for his caucus in a way that Democrats don't. And he doesn't care about fucking hypocrisy. He doesn't care about obstructionism. Look how many look how much he blocked during Obama's years.
0: Yeah. Another Scott Pruitt scandal. And we actually don't have to erase the whiteboard reading zero days since the last Scott Pruitt scandal. We got it up hanging in the newsroom because there's one yesterday and we didn't have a chance to write one on it before we've found one today so
1: we joke about Pruitt porn yeah at this rate we, we can start a 24 <laughs> 7 Pruitt
0: spice channel yeah this scandal first reported in the Washington Post involves Chick-fil-a <laughs> not too dissimilar from having his schedulers do personal tasks for him like look for an apartment book non-official travel pick up dirty mattresses from Trump Tower as we talked about yesterday The EPA Administrator, Scott Pruitt, had his staffer try to arrange a, quote, potential business opportunity between the EPA Administrator and Chick-fil-A. Hopefully they didn't try to do that on Sunday. Now, that opportunity, that potential business opportunity, was all about securing a franchise, a Chick-fil-A franchise, for Pruitt's wife, Marilyn. Um, Also worth noting that the scheduler who is tasked to coming up with the meeting uh, with Chick-fil-A is sisters with the scheduler who is tasked with picking up the dirty mattress from Trump Tower.
1: Hey, it was a used mattress, not a okay, dirty you're right. mattress. Used mattress. That's, That's excuse fake me. Fake news.
0: Excuse me. Excuse me. Uh, throwing some red meat out to our, our liberal listeners. Perhaps it was a piss-stained st- <laughs> mattress. Uh, so here we have. Uh, the scheduling sisters working for Scott Pruitt on his personal time. Pruitt actually ended up talking to someone at Chick-fil-A about the matter. So the EPA administrator using his official capacity to secure a Chick-fil-A franchise for his wife. By the way, 40,000 people uh, inquire with Chick-fil-A every year about getting a franchise. About 100 of them are chosen each each year. So maybe the EPA administrator might have a leg up. On these other people, I don't know. And as you mentioned, Sam, maybe Chick-fil-A is business before the EPA.
1: I mean, chicken farms can produce toxic environmental waste, so you never know.
0: Yeah, Uh, Pruitt also tried to get his wife a job as an event planner for nonprofits. He got one group to pay Marilyn Pruitt $2,000 for just three days' work at a conference in New York in 2017, a conference that Pruitt, in his official capacity, attended and spoke at. This is really some insanely scummy shit. Even Senator Joni Ernst, Republican senator, who uh, herself has has been involved in some scummy shit, we reported on Joni Ernst a, a while ago in the first few weeks of uh, the Sentinel opening its operations. Joni Ernst has had enough of of Pruitt. She was speaking at an energy policy forum in D.C. today, speaking with a, probably a bunch of uh, energy lobbyists who are friends with Pruitt, who who uh, who, who Pruitt is maybe trying to get apartments from to stay at. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, she was speaking today and she said that president Trump should fire Pruitt said quote, uh, Pruitt is about as swampy as you get here in Washington DC. And if the president wants to drain the swamp, he needs to take a look at his own cabinet.
1: There were, uh, uh, Chuck Grassley had similar, uh, remarks. If you will recall, he threatened that he might soon call for Pruitt to step down. Some of this, it should be noted, is because Iowa is a big ethanol producing state and Pruitt is uh, looking the other way and issuing waivers uh, uh, for the ethanol fuel standards for these oil refineries. Yeah, that's
0: probably probably worse for Chuck Grassley than uh, abusing public dollars or his workers' time.
1: Indeed, indeed. Either way, Pruitt is making enemies right now at a time he probably shouldn't be. Ask not for whom the bell tolls. It tolls for a complete fucking scumbag. David Koch is retiring as head of Koch Industries and Americans for Prosperity, citing health problems. Brother Charles said this in a memo for the family company, quote, David has always been a fighter and is dealing with this challenge in the same way. I guess that means family money is still treating him well and he's going to die like he lived, despised by the entire country. <laughs> Shouldn't laugh at my own jokes, but... Uh, Really, fuck this guy. The Koch brothers became billionaires after inheriting the family's industrial enterprises. They have funneled funneled a lot of their money toward conservative causes. Most notably, they helped bankroll the AstroTurf Tea Party movement in 2010, becoming a crucial link between respectable business conservatism and far-right nationalism. Hope you don't go painlessly, David.
0: Moving on, news here about one of the most expensive but unreliable weapon systems in human history, the F-35, is of course what I'm talking about. The Government Accountability Office, the GAO, released a scathing report Tuesday advising Congress not to appropriate any further funding for the latest development stage of the F-35 until the Defense Department provides new cost and technology estimates.
1: <laughs>
0: that's that's- pretty Yes, you don't see this much. Uh, The GAO cited the enormous estimates already for development and procurement of the plane, which is over $400 billion. But the watchdog noted that the Defense Department's estimates are too low, that the Pentagon's not taking into account massive sustainment costs when the fighter plane goes into full production and deployment. GAO pointed the fact that in order to stay on an already well-behind schedule, The DoD is pushing toward full production of the F-35 without resolving all the many deficiencies observed during test flights with the plane. Like, for example, not being to take off when it's raining. (laughs) Hopefully they, they fix that one. DoD instead will hire new contractors to retrofit the plane after production to address the deficiencies uh never, needless to say here GAO is not too happy about that decision and it's one reason why the oversight agency is advising congress to withhold funding in the future well you know they've been building this dang thing for 17 years developing it testing it congress hasn't withheld funding yet so that's the latest on the f-35 and i'm going to have another government accountability office joint for you here in about one or two minutes
1: Late last month, Betsy DeVos created a stir. The education secretary said it was up to individual schools whether or not teachers and principals can call ICE on undocumented children. But that's not what the Supreme Court said in in the 1981 case, Plyler. So shortly after, DeVos walked back that claim in a statement citing the opinion. Today, she was asked this again at a Senate hearing, whether or not schools can call ICE on kids. Here she is under questioning from Connecticut Democrat Chris Murphy Notice how long it takes her to give a straight answer, not in
2: legalese. Can a teacher or principal call ICE uh, to report an undocumented student under current federal law? I
3: will. I will refer back again to the. S- settled case in Plyler versus doe in 1982 which says students that are not documented have the right to an education and I think it's uh, incumbent on us to ensure that those students have a safe and secure environment to attend school to learn and um, I maintain that
2: S- so uh, let me ask a question again is it okay uh, you're the secretary of Education there are a lot of schools that, want guidance and want to understand what the law is, Um, is it okay for a teacher or principal to call ICE to report an undocumented student?
3: I think a school is a sacrosanct place for students to be able to learn, and they should be protected there.
2: Is that a? You seem to be very purposefully not giving a yes or no answer. And I think there's a lot of educators that want to know whether this is permissible.
3: I think educators know in their hearts that they need to ensure that students have a safe place to learn. Well, it's not.
2: Uh, why are you? Why are you so? Why are you not at, a, answering you? the question?
3: I, I think I am answering the question.
2: Well, well the, the question is yes or no. Can can a can a principal call ICE on a student? Is that allowed under federal law? You're the Secretary of Education.
3: In a in a school setting, a student has the right to be there and the right to learn, and so everything surrounding that should protect that and and enhance that student's. Opportunity and that student's environment.
2: So they can't call ICE?
3: I don't think they can.
2: Okay, thank you.
1: That's about 100 seconds there. And, and it's not even a definitive answer. It's, I don't think they can. And it occurred to me while I was listening to that, that... This could be laying the groundwork for opening schools in detention centers and then calling ICE on kids and saying, well, we're compliant with Plyler because we're still sending them to schools. Mm. They're just in the fucking detention centers.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's, that exchange right there is, is a good uh, example of how most Betsy DeVos hearings are. They, they really are. They, they, they make you want to drive your head into a fucking wall.
1: Except there, it was a little more scary because she seemed to know what she was talking about and being, and choosing her words very carefully Yeah, I was going to say she
0: actually got to a conclusion at the end, even though it took her a long time and she was very careful. Most of the time, you don't get a conclusion. It just is left open yeah. and the, the questioner just moves on and is like, oh, geez. Finally, another government accountability office report that dropped Tuesday contained an interesting factoid. Oil and gas companies are leaving behind bigger and bigger messes to clean up after their drilling operations cease. Now, drillers on federal lands are required to reclaim sites after they stop operations. That means they have to do stuff like plug wells, tear down the structures, replant vegetation, kind of make it look like it did before they sucked a bunch of oil out of the ground. In fact, companies have to put up bonds upfront with the Bureau of Land Management to cover reclamation costs. Think of it as a a security deposit when you move into a, a new apartment. Well, if those bonds aren't enough to cover a big mess that the company leaves behind, or if the company goes bankrupt or something or out of business, that well then gets orphaned and it's up to the Bureau of Land Management to pay for all the reclamation costs. And that appears to be happening
1: more and more. Seems to be like a metaphor for how the uh, financial system works, too.
0: Yeah. The the Government Accountability Office found that the number of orphaned wells increased from 144 in 2010 to 219 in 2017, and the cost of reclamation per BLM office went up from $171,000 in 2010 to an estimate of $267,000 now. Jesus. Yeah. And uh, here's the troubling thing. No one knows... Uh, for sure, why the the costs are going up and the number of orphaned wells are going up. Maybe it's because the bonds aren't enough to cover the, the messes that oil companies are leaving behind. And the Bureau of Land Management isn't keeping any data on this topic. And that was GAO's me- main recommendation here, is that uh, they should start.
1: Just wanted to note the uh, difference between the GAO's recommendations in the two reports and uh, how strong the language was on the f-35 yeah. report whereas here they're like mm, maybe you want to start collecting data please and the f-35 report is like yo congress you you, you got to cut off this shit
0: yeah enough most gao reports are of the latter variety right right like, right keep better data uh, government agency rarely is there a directive to congress not to fund uh, a program in the future that'll do it for the newscast today before we go Let's check out the old listener rant line, and uh, I think we've got a special call here from the one, the only, Dude Slater. Hey, guys, it's Dude
4: Slater. I'm calling in as your official White Sox correspondent for District Sentinel with a special Vox blunder. This weekend, my Chicago South Side baseball team took two out of three from the Milwaukee Brewers. Nice. But when I was looking at the game feed for White Sox Brewers, I saw a very interesting story, and that's what I'm here to explain. The SoundCloud rapper Takashi69 was wearing a White Sox hat and listening to Finito, and I had to find out why. So I did some digging. I have some, some background information for 69 for you. First of all, let's get the obvious out of the way he's a rainbow pedophile. The second thing to know about him is he has the number 69 tattooed all over his body. And the third thing to know is that he is with the SCUM gang. And SCUM is actually an acronym for Society Cannot Understand Me. And the reason he was listening to Finito is because he is beefing with Chief Keef from my very own Chicago. And that's an un... That's breaking the unwritten rules to you know, bring a baseball term over. You do not diss Chief Keefe. And not only do you not diss Chief Keefe, you especially do not try and shoot him. Like, apparently, 6ix9ine's did. So, right now, we are kicking down the seconds until Chief Keefe's crew murders the Rainbow pedophile. <laughs> That's Dude Slater with the Vox Voxplainer update. Peace out. Did
0: thanks, you, thanks, dude Slater, and uh, congratulations to the four people listening who
1: understood <laughs> that. I might need uh, someone to Vox explain the Vox planer, but as <laughs> always, a pleasure to hear from dude Slater.
4: All right, all right, has to, to be quiet because my kids are asleep. <laughs> but Sam, we want, we want the cup. We want, want the, the cup. We want the cup. Holy we, fucking I've we- Are watching this goddamn team for over two fucking decades and all they've done is break my fucking heart oh my god i oh
2: <laughs> holy <laughs> uh, this is a terrible message i'm sorry fucking no caps Still fucking caps
0: that about sums it up
1: uh, probably how you're feeling too just can't believe it uh while that might sound inarticulate to people who haven't been caps fans uh, for the last 24 years for me, personally, I uh, that really struck a chord that really resonated with me. When's the next game? The next game is Thursday. So hoping we can uh, maybe conduct our Sentinel cast interviews on Thursday <laughs> afternoon because your boy might, if all things go well, might be a little hungover and or in prison. Well, I was,
0: let's, ho- let's hope not. I was talking to you about whether or not you wanted them to win on the road in Las Vegas or come back home and clinch it. You're like, just get it over with, win.
1: Yeah, I, 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 I've been drinking too much. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's going to do it for the show. Call the rent line, 202-684-6108. Sponsors of the show include the Congressional Dish podcast hosted by Jen Briney. Find it at congressionaldish.com. Other sponsors, levelnews.org and Citizen Capital. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or tune in by searching For District Sentinel Radio, give us a review. Give us a rating. Tell your friends
1: to listen. Vote in the Worst Damn Tweet Meltdown May Tournament.
0: Yes, at Worst Damn Tweet. Get over there right now. Newscast returns tomorrow. We're here in D.C. So you don't have to be.